Hi, I'm Burke. And due to the nature of this episode, there will be depictions of graphic violence and harsh language. So listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, and happy year anniversary of the show. Honestly, it's really strange actually saying it, and I'm going to actually post this on the year anniversary of the show. So two days from when I'm recording it now. I just wanted to say thank you to the people who actually helped me get this up off the ground and motivate me to do this. And honestly, they gave me the inspiration to run the show to begin with. And a special thanks goes out to Jin and Allie of Live Laugh Lore, Sai from Scrubs vs. The World, also Jason and Spencer of The Starting Zone, and lastly, Frasley from the Frazzle cast. Thank you all for giving me the motivation and support and helping me get to this point. And I just want to say thank you to you all. All right, now to the special. Let me just find the world that I had it ready to be played in. This emergency broadcast is not a drill. Oh, crap. It's been six months since the comet hit the Pacific Ocean, and I haven't seen the sun since March. The snow started not too long after the impact, and they haven't stopped since. People have started outfitting their cars with treads to try to make up for it. The problem is they're too loud. I don't think there was anything attached to the comet, but something sure took advantage of the darkness. From what I could tell, there's three types. The first type is more animalistic, but it hunts people, eats their marrow, drinks their blood. The second type is more like us. They speak. They even act like us. They only do that to get in and get the blood. And then there's the third. Fuck, there's a nest. I need to sneak past this thing. If they don't kill me, this storm will. I think I'm clear. Shit, some of them heard me. Let me get the axe out of my bag. It's stuck. Fuck. Got it. Shit, no time to look for snakes. It's gonna take their heads. Burke's able to dodge the first attack and swings his axe into the ribcage of the, the attacker. With his boot, he's able to push off the attacker and free his axe and to swing it around in time to hit the other attacker in the mouth, bringing it straight to the ground. With one fluid motion, he's able to raise the axe and decapitate the second target. Burke is able to raise the axe in time to catch the attacker by the mouth as it chomps down onto the, the haft of the axe, spitting and coughing blood. 
trying to use its body weight to push Burke down. Burke is able to toss the thing to the ground, ripping out its two-inch fangs in the process of removing the axe handle, and in one motion brings down the axe, and decapitating this first target. However, Burke misses the third, and at full speed sinks its claws into Burke's shoulder, bringing him into the ground. It sinks its fangs into Burke's shoulder. He screams. He's able to strike the thing in the with the flat side of the axe. The creature releases and takes two steps back. Burke is able to scramble up to his feet. The creature throws itself at Burke and Burke is able to sidestep. It takes a batter stance and sinks the axe deep in the back of its neck. The creature drops, but it's not dead. He wrenches the axe out and decapitates the last creature with one swing. I gotta get out of the open. The blood's gonna draw more. Burke finds a multi-story office building and quickly goes inside. If there's more of them, they're gonna smell me in here. I don't have any choice. They'll fucking find me if I stay out there. Not to mention I'm gonna freeze to death. Burke begins traveling up the stairs. <sighs> there's claw marks, but they're not fresh. Some of these exits have been barricaded shut. I wonder if there's somebody else living in here. God, this one's open, but it smells like rot in there. Burke makes it up to the fifth floor. It smells clean in here. Looks like this was a call center. Burke's able to lock the door and push a desk against it. But at least buy me some time. <sighs> the coast seems clear. I'm gonna use this utility closet to cook some food and maybe clean up this wound. Ugh, I'm so glad that bites don't turn you. Just consuming their blood. Bert cleans the wound and is able to bandage it up. The range of motion on his right arm is however hampered. Burke begins boiling water with his portable stove and is able to make some ramen noodles. It's going to be dark soon. I need to be very careful. Oh, I really hope the snow covers up the blood. But if there's anything in the building, it's going to lead them straight to me. I wonder if there's people in this building. Problem is, I haven't seen anybody in like three weeks. Now that I've stemmed the blood, maybe I should go up a couple levels. It'll lead them here, but I won't lead them further up if I'm careful. As Burke exits the utility closet, he sees that darkness is kind of hitting the city. Alright, slow and steady. Let's just go up a couple levels. Burke pushes the desk out of the way of the door and begins climbing the stairs. Burke climbs six floors. Shit, they're coming out. I have no choice but to hide in here. Burke enters the door on the ninth floor. Please don't find the blood. Please don't find the blood. Burke slides himself as close as he can on his stomach 
to look outside the pane window. There's hundreds of them. But they're going down the street. I think I'm okay. sprinting up the stairs as fast as he can. Four levels up, he realizes he's just gonna die tired at this rate. He needs to stand and fight. Kirk pulls out his trusty axe and also smashes open one of the fire axes on the wall. So we're going down my way. Little rabbit, why don't you run? It's much more fun. Kirk throws the axe overhand and throws it directly into the vampire's chest. It ignores the wound, punching Burke into the wall. Burke uses the opening to try to drive the axe upwards. The vampire backs away and then rips the other axe out of his chest. Now I have one too. With almost supernatural speed, he swings the axe at Burke's head. Burke is able to dodge. Just barely, though. In the same motion, Burke is able to swing the axe directly into his knee. The vampire backhands Burke, almost over the railing. He's able to grab on. Oh, I'm not done with you. As he picks up Burke by the arm that is dangling onto the rail. And throws him into the wall, two floors down. Burke coughs up blood. The vampire throws the axe, and it shatters against the wall as Burke dodges. Burke grabs the shattered handle. Alright. Let's do this. The vampire leaps from above and attempts to kill Burke in one single motion. Burke drives the stake into the vampire's heart. Is pushed directly into the wall with the weight of the vampire. The vampire falls over. Burke takes the axe and decapitates the vampire while he's weakened. Fuck, I think I broke some ribs. I need to go higher. I need to get away from the doors and the windows. I saw more than one of these things out there and I don't know what the other one is. Burke hobbles his way up multiple floors. After some time, he eventually makes it to the last floor. And only a roof axis is above. Fuck, I'm screwed. There's no way I can fix myself. My ribs are definitely broken and there's probably some internal bleeding. Burke surveys the room and finally sees the golden eyes glowing from the landing above. Oh, you finally looked up. I've only been telling you that for years. Ellie, you don't have to do this. You just let me go. 
We were friends in life. That's right. We were. But look at you. So helpless. It looks like you've used all your adrenaline. Be easy to kill you. Be even easier to watch you suffer. But it'd be easier to turn you. But I'll give you that decision for yourself. If you pick up that axe, your blood will be all over the walls. And I'll make sure you're just alive enough to be fed to my pets. So choose unlife or death. Fuck it. Bert picks up the axe. Death it is then. Burke doesn't make it two steps before Allie decapitates him. He throws his broken body to her pets on the street below. He wasn't worth the hassle. If he couldn't be bothered to keep an eye out on his surroundings. He missed me from the start. I've been following him since he entered the city. My little game. There's always winners and losers. Thanks for listening to this year's special for the year anniversary of the show. I hope you guys enjoyed. Inspiration for this episode was taken from Impact Winner on Audible. And lastly, I want to thank everybody who's listened to the show this year. You guys rock, and I hope to make next year better. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>